everyone and welcome back to the Racing Mentor Sponsorship Podcast. This is episode two and today we're going to be talking about what it means to think outside the box and why that's so important when it comes to sponsorship. So as always, I have the wonderful Toby Trice here with me. How are you doing today, Toby? Hey Jess, how are you? Yeah, so good. Yeah, um, a bit bowled over by the, you know, the response so far to this podcast. So I'm so excited that we're on episode two. It's been amazing, hasn't it? Like we've had such a good response and I'm really excited to keep doing this. And yeah, today's episode is going to be super exciting about thinking outside the box, which is kind of your speciality, Jess. Yeah, I think it is. And I, I've always been good at ideas. And even when I was just doing little bits of sponsorship stuff in karting for a friend, I was always just coming out with these ideas. And I think that's, that comes from being in a marketing and PR background and having to do that kind of thing um you know as my my day job and as part of my business so um yeah I'm really excited about this and I think it's a skill that that every driver should try and learn because you know you know how it is this this whole sponsorship thing is all about standing out and if you can stand out with some amazing ideas that go beyond hospitality track days sticker on a car then businesses are more likely to to pay attention and I know that's kind of been your experience so far in searching for sponsorship as well yeah definitely I mean you know like you say my old mentality from a recent video of mine was explaining about my whole kind of like thinking of just sponsorship as a sticker on a car kind of situation um but thinking outside the box really does transform your mindset with sponsorship um and that's really 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 important to show that to sponsors because it means that you're a a creative person um, you can give them something completely unique to each individual sponsor. And, and that's what separates you from one person to the next. But I love being creative like that. It's nice just to actually kind of scribble down some ideas as how crazy they might sound at the beginning can end up being really, really cool. And that kind of leads me on to like how you created your book, Jess, because your book was published, um, correct me now, two years ago? Yeah, at the end of 2018. Yeah, and obviously book publishing is very, very expensive. Um, but your idea to get the book published is completely unique and it allowed you to create this whole space and it's transformed your business. So can you tell me a little bit about how you thought outside the box to get your book published? Yeah, so um, it, it seemed so obvious to me at the time. I just thought, you know what, I'm writing a book about motorsport sponsorship let's get the book sponsored because you know without everything else just like the first print run of, of the books that I did was thousands of pounds but I knew that I wanted to hold the stock I didn't want to do it through like Amazon or Kindle Direct Publishing as it is now yeah. I didn't want to do it through that because I wanted I wanted more control and I wanted control over the quality and I, I did things that cost more money than maybe I needed to do like the the get paid to race title on the front of the book is in gloss whereas the rest of the book is matte and I wanted little details like that so and I knew I needed money for that racing mental wasn't making a huge amount at the time it was like a really nice like side hustle kind of thing that I was doing um that kind of turned into a passion project that took over my life which is great so yeah I knew I needed sponsorship so I I did what I do best and I went out and got some and it was it was really nice to to know that you know all these skills I have I can translate them to something that's completely different to you know a, a race car sponsorship and a racing driver sponsorship and there was one one of the the partners that I brought on board, I won't say who, but I phoned I phoned him 
after sending an email saying, would you be interested in this? I think we'd met briefly once at a car show. And I said, would you be interested in being, being part of this? It'll cost this much money. He went, yep. I was like, oh, cool. He's like, yeah, easiest sale you'll ever make. I was like, right, great, cool. Let's go. And then it just kind of snowballed from there as I brought more and more people on board. But I also set up pre-orders for the book, which again helped to, to pay for it. So everything that I was kind of doing was outside of, obviously outside of motorsport, but also outside of traditional and normal, the normal way that people self-publish books. Um, and it worked out really well. And, you know, since then we've had a second print run and I'm writing a, you know, a second edition of the book. So um, it all kind of worked out. And I think that's why thinking outside of the box is so important because if I'd stayed within the box of you can traditionally publish or you can self-publish, I would have never kind of got to, to where we are today. Yeah, exactly. And, and the fact that you did that meant that I could pick up the book, which has allowed me to become a racing driver, um, along with many, many other people that have purchased your book and made use of it. If you didn't make those steps and you weren't creative in your thinking of how to actually get this book out there, there's a good chance I wouldn't be on this podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I um, I want to kind of help people to picture what, what the box is and how people think outside of it. So um, jump in here with, with any ideas, Toby. But to me, the box is inside is your race car. And within that, there's, there's hospitality, there's your track days, there's maybe a bit of TV coverage. Um, there's, you know, the odd article in motorsport news or on the checkered flag. That's the box. And people rarely stray from, from that when they're talking um, to sponsors. And some people are really good at selling the benefits of hospitality, for example, whereas others will just say hospitality, sticker on a car, occasional press coverage. So thinking inside the box can work for some people, especially if you find the right business for, for what you're offering, but it doesn't make you stand out. So I see things that are kind of outside the box as more traditional marketing stuff. So like racing drivers running events um, that aren't just a typical track day, doing things on social media or with video content that a business might, might use, you know, as a TV ad, but again, using a racing driver, that kind of typical sponsorship activation stuff that you see at the very high end, I yeah. would say that's out of the box. Definitely. And I was curious, like what, what your experience of thinking outside the box is and what you've done with, with your sponsors just to kind of give people some examples. Yeah, I took, um, I took one idea out of the box, I suppose, which was that, which was a track day. It's quite a simple thing. People can arrive, jump in a car and we can go on track and have an awesome time, which, I, you know, is great. Um, but I wanted to kind of transform that idea to benefit one of my sponsors from last season. And one of my sponsor's goals last year was that they wanted to get the staff more on board with their goals and their future ambitions through various different um, knowledge-based weekly uh, emails that go out to every every member of staff. And the whole idea of that email going out is so that more and more people can be on board with the brand and, and where they're heading. Um, so I took that idea and thought, well, okay, well, how can we get more and more people engaged on that? And I brought the idea of the track day and combined the two. So what I did was with my sponsor, I created a competition that each each month this competition ran and there would be a prize. And the prize was to come out in the race car, which we did two track days last year. Um, and the people that completed the quizzes and exceeded in understanding that knowledge which was required by the business was then selected to come down to Brands Hatch 
jump in the race car and have an awesome day out with with us and we you know it was a bit of a team bonding exercise so you know it was taking that kind of like you say something inside the box like a race car and a track day and actually transform that into something really really like tangible for the business Um, and the feedback we got from the back of it was fantastic so much so that we're doing it again this year once obviously pandemic and the lockdowns all over so it just shows doesn't it yes that you can take something so simple think around that idea and think outside the box and actually make it really really beneficial to a sponsor yeah absolutely and it's all about how you kind of present it based on their goals and I think actually for for a lot of people that is thinking outside the box and I I think a lot of drivers would benefit just from looking at a sponsor doing their normal research and then sitting down and writing every single wacky idea that comes to them that they'd love to do with that sponsor and ignoring you know I can't do this because of budget they're not going to be interested in this because of x just ignore that stuff and just get used to writing down kind of big ideas you think away from money because sometimes money is the blocking of your creativity Mm. Um, and literally just like you say jotting down those wacky ideas can be just something so simple and that can actually prick a sponsor's ears up to actually go this guy thinks differently and it can separate you Mm. I had a, I had a great story from one of my drivers the other day. He said that he was just washing his hands and he came up with this incredible idea, I guess, because we're all washing our hands more at the moment. And he was like, you know, I, I don't know why no one's thought of this before. And it's because people are so penned in by the box and thinking that motorsport has to work in a certain way that they don't come up with these ideas. And his idea is incredible. And I'm not going to say it because I don't want anyone else to go with it because um, it is like a game changer. Nice. Um, so yeah, I think not, not being like you say, pen, penned in or, um, having your creativity hampered by, you know, what you think most most sports should be or worrying about money. Because I found that if you go to a potential sponsor with one, like just big wacky idea that can act as your hook. And it's the thing that kind of piques their interest, even if they never go for it. If it just makes them go, wow, that sounds really cool. I need to speak to this person. They're creative. They understand us. Even if it's not that idea that they use and they do go for something that is maybe more what we would call in the box, you still kind of got that conversation just from that one big idea. So people need to not shy away from from that kind of creativity. Absolutely. And not be scared of it. You know, some of the some of the, the finest examples in in, you know, in business in marketing and you know like what we've already explained can Mm. actually transform you know you becoming just kind of a racing driver to actually someone that can really really help and benefit sponsors and like I say as as soon as you kind of get that that hook with a sponsor and they they're like wow this guy is different then straight away you've got yourself in a unique you know unique situation Mm. yeah absolutely Jess have you got any tips um, around this because I think there'll be a few listeners in going, you know, now thinking, right, okay, what can I, you know, how can I do something different? I mean, from myself, if I'm thinking creatively, I like to literally switch off all my social media, shut down my laptop, um, just literally just get a notepad and pen and just scribble down random thoughts that are in my head onto paper and it kind of then delve into and explore those, those ideas. Um, but you're really, really experienced in it and you're really good at this kind of stuff. And I know in conversations I've had, I know how people have had with you that they always say, oh, Jess just seems to just get it straight away. Like she, you can literally just say anything random to Jess, um, <laughs> put, put her in this random situation and she'll come up with like this creative 
instant instantaneous idea that will just come to her um so have you got any tips on that so i before this came more naturally to me i would do exactly what you do sit down with a notepad and pen and just brainstorm but it's I, I got used to doing this in situations where you're in a group of people and everyone's throwing ideas out and they always say there's no stupid ideas, but you just feel so shy. And I think when I started doing this, I was maybe 20. So, you know, I was with all these people kind of much more, much older and more experienced than me doing these branding sessions. And I was so scared to throw out these ideas. But when I start putting stuff down on paper, I was like, I get this, I understand this, and I shouldn't be so shy. So I had to kind of get over that that mindset. And the only way I could do that was just like clearing any biases or blocks that I had and just write down all of the stupidest ideas and just go, yeah, these are stupid ideas and, and acknowledge it. But actually, when you look at them, you think there's actually some merit in this. So when it comes to to doing this, you know, with with regards to a sponsor, I would do some research and maybe write some like high level notes of who they are, what they sell, their audience and their goals. And then I would start writing ideas and working out how me as a racing driver, um, how I could bring motorsport into that to promote a product if that's what they're, they're trying to do or even ignoring motorsport completely because you, you actually don't need the race car or you don't need the, the motorsport side of things to, to bring benefit to a business and to have an effect on what they're doing. Yeah, so I try, yeah exactly. I, and I know that you, you've obviously done this. And I think it's important that drivers stop thinking about what can I do with my race car and start thinking about like what they can do themselves. Because it's, it's probably, you know, that driver that the business will buy into anyway. So if they can kind of think about what they can do in terms of, speaking engagements or just going and hanging out with people because it's cool to hang out with racing drivers um and i'm sad that i'm not doing it because of silly coronavirus so i i think it's it's important to uh, yeah like i say like clear those blocks and clear everything that you know about sponsorship and go from there but definitely writing stuff down and doing it regularly even if it's not something you'll ever pitch or to a brand you'll ever pitch if you want to practice doing this, go and choose a massive brand or someone that you love and you know tons about and work out what, what wacky things you could do for them. And you'd probably be surprised how quickly you think, I should pitch this. Because when you realize that you have a good idea, you have so much more confidence to go into you know, your email or to a phone call or to a meeting because you know it's different and you're not just pitching the same things that you're not entirely sure if they'll, they'll work. Yeah. And, and kind of just on that note, I, I have a really good rapport with my sponsors that um, I could literally just jump on a Zoom chat or a coffee or, or, you know, or just a phone call and just be like, I've got this idea. I don't know how it's going to come down. So what do you think of it? And then just talk about it. Um, yeah. And it's really good fun. Like you have a good conversation. That's a really good rapport building thing because you sometimes have a joke or laugh about it. But other times actually like, you know what, this is really, really cool. We'll run with this. And kind of touching back on your point about feeling stupid at the in your 20s when you were kind of like first learning this this part of life I suppose I think it's it's something that perhaps we're we're all guilty of is that we can sometimes feel that um we're easily judged I think we're in this world where we feel judged all the time and you don't want to put a foot wrong and all that kind of stuff but with regards to thinking outside the box you should almost forget that, that kind of mindset 
and it's something that I was kind of like at the early stages of when I did my six weeks to success course was I was kind of thinking oh you know it sounds mad in my head people are just going to look at that and think oh this guy's not serious but actually those ideas that I had that I did write down I've now used and it's got me sponsorship so it's I'm not sure where I'm going with this Jess but I think you know just don't worry about what people are going to think about you um mm -hmm. put those ideas down on paper delve into them a bit more and be confident that what you're thinking about actually is legitimately a really good idea yeah I think there's a lot of self-confidence that that comes into this trusting yourself and trusting your ideas are really important um and unfortunately that comes with practice and I think the reason now that I will just like give anyone any weird idea that comes into my head is because I know that there'll be some kind of merit in it even if it won't necessarily work it's because I trust myself and that is a practice skill and actually once you learn to trust yourself sponsorship does actually become a lot easier beyond just kind of this ideas phase so Jess you're really really good at this and for the listeners, I'm going to put Jess on the spot now to kind of test. test Lovely. How good she is. <laughs> so Jess, I'm sure you've been the pressure right now. Um, so I've got three fun brainstorm idea challenges for Jess. And these are just some of them a bit simple. One's a little bit more complicated, but they're just scenarios. So we can see how Jess thinks outside the box to create this a random idea that we could bring to a sponsor. And they are all sponsorship related. So okay. The first challenge I've got for you, Jess, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is I'm a tea brand company, a brand new tea company, um, British made. So we make we we've got a British label. It's a really fresh new tea. I'm a love I'm a lover of tea myself. Um, so what do you think you could do to offer something unique to my company? Tea pie. Okay, concept. Done. So. Um, <laughs> so depending on the specifics of the brand and who it's targeting, but I, I can see a tea party in like a paddock, but I'm, I'm talking full tea party, bunting, tablecloths, proper china, all that kind of thing and inviting press along. And it's the, the whole point of it is to, to loop in the motorsport angle and have it as maybe as part of a track day or a VIP thing at a race weekend for press because if you can get it, it's quite hard to get press along to events unless you've got something that makes them go that's different I need to go along so having like a you know a VIP uh, box at a race weekend or um, a, a you know a ride out in a race car or even a drive of a race car is going to get press along to your press event so but for the for the tea company that means the press are going to write about this new tea brand they're going to be trying the products um, and they can obviously go home with goodie bags. So that's the first thing that kind of pops up to me. But then there's also so much kind of stuff that you can do around hospitality. So if you're a driver that typically gets a lot of guests, you could have this in your in your either your hospitality suite or in your garage, have like a little tea party style thing. But then the photography that could come from that would be incredible. Like imagine once all the racing's over, sun's going down, you set up one table with some tea and this tablecloth and this china. Um, in the middle of the racetrack and take some incredible pictures even maybe even with the race car in the background with the branding I'm pitching that right now oh Jess, my god I'm literally smiling <laughs> as soon as you said tea party I was like that would be so cool at a racetrack yeah I want to do that like, <laughs> because literally you straight away guys Jess's crazy idea has just formed in my head and I'm sure you've all just painted this picture 
of this tea party at a racetrack and it is something so different that actually people, even fans and spectators be like what is going on over there What's exactly this? and then straight away you're you're giving amazing brand awareness which is the benefit here right um of this tea brand to not just press people that can then write about it to influencers you know other other members of the race team etc but actually mm. fans and spectators will be looking in going oh my god that looks so cool like yeah what's this company what do they do and, and yeah. straight away and if there's like samples to give away as well especially if you're you know a, a well-viewed kind of race series and you've got lots of spectators kind of milling around yeah if you can give out like samples and things like that they're going to remember the brand as well definitely so that's one idea jess um yep. guys out We're... there listening that's well, so are we going to see a jump in like tea sponsorships across all, all motorsport now? <laughs> well, when I was thinking of these scenarios for you, Jess, I mean, I've mentioned in, my, in one of my vlogs recently that I should really work for a tea brand because I literally yeah. drink tea all the time. I love tea. Um, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Jess. Yep. <laughs> um, so I've got another scenario for you now, Jess. Okay. And this one is a slightly different angle. Um, so I'm a shoe company. Okay that traditionally made work office shoes, but I'm now looking to venture into the sports industry with a brand new trainer and I'm not sure how to launch it. So what do you think? So I'm thinking video content here to show that this is a brand that was typically work shoe, but is now not work shoe. So maybe racing driver in an office environment wearing a suit, but wearing these new trainers because that like trainers in a suit is a great look anyway um walking out of the office straight into like the paddock or into a race car um maybe shedding the suit along the way and replacing it for a race suit or like some more you know the kind of thing that you would wear around the paddock if you're not in your race suit to show that there's like you could wear this at work we are a work shoe brand but here we are with like a fashion sports trainer in this sport environment maybe even going from like the this suited office environment to the gym to the track just to show that pro pro progression of like how versatile the shoe is but kind of looping in what the brand has done previously but then there's also this motorsport angle of you know we're at the track there's a race car but actually that's almost secondary it's more of a, a kind of a modeling thing nice. um that's the that's like the big launch thing and then um there's obvious kind of events and track days. So like, this is something that people don't use enough of is track days to encourage new distributors to stock a product. So let's say the shoe brand is trying to get distribution in like a load of big shoe stores, invite the buyers from these shoe stores along to, you know, look at the products, but also race cars. It's a no brainer. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect environment for that, right? They're yeah. going to have a great day out they're going to be more inclined to think this brand's actually, you know, we're well on board with this brand and together that grows the business into, into the industry better. Mm. Like this idea, Jess, <laughs> um, I, I can picture it straight. You've, you, you're like a mastermind, Jess, at this literally like you're kind of like write this storyboard in my head and I'm like, I can see that all happening. I'm kind of visualizing and I'm, I'm smiling right now, guys, you obviously can't see me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of smiling with this idea. That's cool. I like um, that guy from Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like that <laughs> so my third and final um scenario to you uh, is a bit generic to be fair um is to do with a tech company so i'm a i'm a tech company that, mm -hmm. ha that provides services to businesses with unique technology that allows them to 
um, operate their business in a more refined way. So almost like kind of like, um, what's the word I'm after? Like troubleshooting kind of, kind of company, but they build tech for it. Okay. Um, I've got a brand new service this time. Um, and it's, it's completely unique to the industry. It's brand new. I haven't actually yet thought of what this unique service is, but <laughs> nobody else has got it. So it is the very first service that is new to the industry. Nobody else can do this. So mm-hmm. have you any ideas around that? Is This one's a little bit trickier, I think. Yeah, and I, I actually think brands that have like a non-physical product or a service is much harder to market just generally the kind of the uh, so the words that i'm picking up on and i would do this if i was doing research or if i was speaking to to the brand owner is refined and also unique so i'm 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 wondering how we can connect unique with like pole position and um i think branding on the car here is actually really important because tech companies often just need to be seen it's about brand awareness so i'm thinking photo shoot with branding on the car but then some really good marketing strap lines to do with unique pole position something like that which would take a lot more brainstorming and knowledge of the company but i think the biggest thing that that a driver can do for any business to business companies so businesses that are selling to, to other businesses is networking so it would depend on how the tech company is currently marketing or selling their product. Like, are they doing demos before, you know, getting people on board? Are they giving free trials, that kind of thing? Or are they just kind of selling it and then going into a business and doing the work? Kind of, it kind of depends there. But I think a driver could do something really flashy and cool. And it doesn't have to be around a track day. It could actually be just a keynote speech at a, at a networking event at the HQ of this business so again it gets it gets people in because they're going to hear from a racing driver which is really cool and then maybe within that there's a competition to to win a track day but I think this is exactly the kind of scenario where things like the TV coverage no one's going to care about hospitality might be good good for networking as well but in terms of like really out of the box ideas I think yeah some big photo shoot that you know or actually if there is a way that the sorry i'm really i'm really just kind of delving into my brain here but if there's a way that this whatever problem that this you know it or tech service solves if, if there's a way to link that to motorsport so if it's about efficiency then there could be a whole ad about like how efficient a race car is so like a really with a like lots of slow-mo stuff looking at you know the I don't know, the tyres. I don't know enough about race cars to go into detail here. You know, uh, what what the engineers are doing with the car, how it's set up, you know, how are drivers getting in the zone, all this lovely slow-mo footage, but with like a really kind of low, simple voiceover that talks about the efficiency of a race car and the efficiency of a racing driver and then links that to this product and then just presents it really simply, simply at the end with a, a simple call to action that's, you know, get in touch for for your demo or to find out more. Yeah, that's really, I like that idea. That's really nice because it's kind of like metaphorically speaking on behalf of what that service is mm. um, and using motorsport as the link. That's really, really smart, Jess. Guys, can you just see how <laughs> you're just literally talking out loud, chucking it on paper, however you, however you want to do it, you can literally go from this business that, that didn't really give Jess much of a brief. It was pretty, it was pretty difficult, this one, Jess, but you've just talked your way through what you can do to make that that really unique for that company and i think that last point there is absolutely spot on if i was that business owner i'd be like that's so cool 
like and then the business owner may not have thought of that mm. i didn't you know let, let's let's say i was the business owner there i didn't think of that and th- you've just created this this new idea for me mm. i think that that was actually quite a good example of how you can you start by going like digging in the box a bit and going right i'll pull that out what can i do and then as, as you dig more you come further and further away from the box and then yeah. suddenly you have a big idea that's, you know, slightly different to what everyone else might pitch because you know that there are some drivers, even, you know, at high levels who, when presented with that would go, yeah, sticker on a car. Hundreds of thousands of people will see it because it's on TV and the business owners like, but are they business owners who are doing this thing? Whereas if a racing driver can create something that the business can deliver to their audience, it's going to be way more impactful. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that kind of leads into like the stuff that I've done, I've kind of done with my new sponsors is we're creating content that they then can use because one of the challenges with one of my sponsors is that they were like, well, I I operate this business, but I don't really know how to engage my audience. And I'm not really sure what I can do with, you know, a camera and an office and some people. And I was like, okay, well let's get behind, you know, let's make a story and make this fresh content so that you can share your, with your audience and engage with them. Mm. And th- that's exactly what they've done. I mean, they've just seen an increase of their social media of over 300%. So it's incredible. It, yeah. So it just shows that those kind of ideas actually work for a sponsor. Um, and then all the other things that you've just mentioned are just added bonuses, right? Yeah. And even if, you know, I mean, I've put out some big ideas there, which might cost money. So if you present one of these ideas to a sponsor, they might look into it and say, actually, it's going to cost too much. But because you've already built a rapport with them in the time that you've been discussing this, they'll probably still want to do something. And even if, you know, if you pitch big tea party, you know, photos on track, all the press, track day, all that kind of stuff. If you pitch that and it's, you know, it's too much money, you could still do small tea party for your for your invited guests. Or you could still do like a small tea party event without the track day. Yes. So there's, there's, there's ways of taking these big ideas and making them more manageable. But that's something that you would have the opportunity to work on with that sponsor. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, like on, on the monetary side, if, if they can't do that straight away with, with their budget, sometimes that if there's some mad idea that perhaps is a little bit more expensive and a little bit out of reach at this, this moment in time is, is put into plans for maybe the following year. So it kind of like you you put in ahead of you getting yourself getting yourself ahead of time mm. um, because I know for my for my own self if there was something that was really really exceptional that I would really want to do that I can't perhaps afford right now I look to a plan of how I can eventually get to that point if it's if it's right for my goals and I'm sure many business owners will be thinking like that as well if you've given this amazing idea but perhaps it's a little bit out of their budget. I'm sure they'll be looking to put the plans in place to eventually make that happen because they see the value in what that will bring later on. Yeah. And especially if you can say, right, okay, we're not going to do it this year. This is what I'm going to do for you instead to get to get you to that point where next year you can commit to this and you'll be able to afford it because the stuff we'll have done together will have benefited your business so much that you'll have enough cash to do this wacky idea later on. So not only do you, you present a really good case, to your sponsor there and they go actually yeah that's a great idea but you're also getting a two-year deal out of it as well yeah okay so should we talk about our driver of the week because i think this driver thinks outside the box and i kind of want to show people how you can use different elements of of what in business you would call the marketing mix to not only promote yourself but promote your sponsors as well 
So I'm really excited about this driver, Jess, because I actually hadn't heard of her before until I read your Behind the Wheel article with her. Yeah. So um, for everyone who doesn't know, I do, I do this like little project where I um, I interview people about their cars and their and their careers, not just motorsport, but anyone. And um, one, one of the recent ones was uh, Christiana Opria. And she is a Romanian rally driver who is actually making waves in that scene. But one of the things that really stood out to me is, is the way in which she uses her, I guess it's her blog, uh, emotocar.ro. She uses that to not only promote herself and talk about her, her journey, but she uses it for big editorial projects with her, with her sponsors. And she told me during this, this interview that it's actually her biggest income source for her rallying because she uses it to you know, do these big projects with sponsors where she promotes them. She talks about their products and what they're doing. But actually on top of that, on top of all this, you know, great stuff that she's doing with regards to sponsorship, she's also really, really heavily promoting women in rallying and, and female athletes in Romania. Uh, so I think she's just a super inspirational person. And I was really, really excited, in, excited to interview her, but she just seemed like a great fit for our driver of the week this week as well. Yeah, I agree, Jess, because I remember reading a little bit about one of her challenges. So in, in Romania, she was explaining that motorsport's not really that big there, unlike it is here in, in Great Britain. It's amazing here. We've got a huge fan base, but out there, not particularly. And with her challenges of being a female motorsport is actually quite tricky if, in her culture. So the fact that she's used this, um, this I guess, this initial idea of a blog has turned into something so amazing that it's given her now an income stream that benefits her her rallying so you know she, she's had to really think hard here and, and think deep about what you know what she's going to do and you know she's built this up over time quite clearly but what she's now doing for sponsors and allowing her to then go racing is incredible yeah absolutely so anyone that wants to to follow her she's um really active on instagram she's chris c-r-i-s-s opria which is o-p-r-e-a if you want to follow her just really interesting following her rally journey and I, I find that I'm getting more and more into rallying just from meeting these incredible personalities so she's a really really great ambassador for the sport as well yeah definitely and the car she drives as well is pretty cool uh, <laughs> I like I like the little data she's got um and some of the pictures that she's got from rallying are insane like I think track you know track racing is my heart but nothing beats like some mid-air photos of a rally car going <laughs> going through a stage through dirt and dust in the air it looks proper cool so yeah definitely check her out she's got a really cool page yeah awesome so yeah and anyone that wants to kind of put themselves forward for this driver of the week feature we're really keen to hear what you're doing so feel free to go and post in the racing mentor sponsorship community on facebook or you can email me directly jess at racingmentor.com just let us know what you're up to whether that's you know something as simple as you know posting some great stuff on instagram or or doing stuff for your sponsors while motorsports a bit quiet or maybe even you managed to get to a track day which i realize people are doing now um let us know about it we want to hear about all of your kind of wins and and your successes and we want to share this inspiration with everyone else listening to the podcast so yeah please um hit us up if you have any cool stories um, and I just want to thank everyone for for listening to this this second episode. I feel like we've really kind of like found our groove now, Toby. 
Yeah, I agree. I've really enjoyed this. Um, I'm feeling a bit more relaxed about doing these now as well. Um, podcasting is obviously new to myself. You're really experienced with it, Jess. But um, yeah, just thank you for everyone to, to tune in and, and listening. I hope you take something from it. So if um, wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe. And if you have time, it'd be so cool if you could leave us a review. It just helps more people find this. And if you think this, this episode has been helpful, please let us know um, that this podcast is for you. So we want to know what, what is useful to you. But, you know, if there's someone else out there that you think could use this, that could think you use a bit of thinking outside the box, then please forward it to them as well. Thank you everyone for listening and you'll hear from us next week on Tuesday as always. Thanks so much for tuning in guys and I hope you look forward to tuning in with us next week.